yeah what's up what's going on almost choked right there what's up what's going on everybody it's super dave back at it again with the pa political revolution podcast and today we have a great interview today man it's probably going to be one of the best interviews i've ever had on this thing right today we have um mr richard harris um ceo entrepreneur Former EDC board member, can you speak to him, brother, and give us a small sample of who you are? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, first off, how you doing, Dave, man? Once again, Fine, brother, brother. I, always, I always appreciate you, man. You know, you're going to put it out there when they don't want to hear it. You're going to put it in their face. But, yes, sir. You know, long story short, man, it's, uh, my name is Rashad Harris, uh, born and raised in Port Arthur, Texas. I am the owner of CNR, uh, CNR Unlimited. Yeah, man, that's no, my old yeah I know. I remember but, that. But raw clothing, uh, you know, I have five locations. Uh, and uh, like I said, born and raised in Port Arthur, Texas, graduated from Lincoln. Uh, you know, pretty much, man, just, I mean, I got my hands tied in kind of multiple things, man, really. So that's kind of pretty much to sum it up, really. Cool, cool, cool. No problem. And, and when I want to go ahead and get everybody ready for, right, um, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be exposing the EDC and a certain council member. Um, but pretty much people that don't know what's going on, there's been a hostile, it's, it's, it's currently a hostile takeover the EDC, right? You have new people on council want to take over the EDC and also want to take over the EDC for the funds. Now, to go ahead and put things in perspective, right before that we give, before we give the reason why Mr. Harris is here, we're going to go ahead and put lay down the foundation of what's been going on in the EDC. So let me go ahead and give you this um, the history of the EDC was going on, right? Oh, I thought I, oh, I thought I had the audio connected. Did not have the audio connected to the computer, huh? Didn't have the audio connected to the mixer. Let me go ahead and see if it's working now. Tonight, the Port Arthur Economic Development Corporation in crisis. More fallout to a report that right now, in response to what some with the EDC say appears to be a power grab coming from City Hall, and concern about how city leaders want to spend tax dollars that the EDC administers. Breaking at this hour, the vice president of the PAEDC resigning his seat effective immediately. John Scherfus is a longtime Port Arthur businessman and has been on the PAEDC board for about five years. He says he cannot condone what's happening. Scherfus's resignation follows the announced resignations of Floyd Batiste, who has headed the PAEDC for nearly 17 years, and the attorney who represents a corporation. All this upheaval stems from a change in city council. Three new members were elected in May. The council appoints the EDC's board of directors. The EDC's role is to expand the business community to increase the tax base and create jobs. Half of the sales tax the city of Port Arthur collects helps fund the EDC, but entrepreneurs applying for financial assistance must follow strict guidelines that Batiste has implemented. Some members of the city council and the EDC board are pushing to change the EDC's format that would allow council members to serve on the board and make the distribution of money less restrictive. 
Batiste worries that would make it difficult to properly protect the people's money. Scherfus agrees. When we asked him over the phone on Thursday about his resignation, he told us, quote, There is some stuff going on that I can't go along with. They want to take that EDC in a direction that's not beneficial for the city. Scherfus says the funding the EDC administers should benefit the public and not be spent on personal agendas. He says it's taxpayer dollars, not play money. Mr. Scherfus commends Floyd Batiste's tenure as the CEO of the EDC, calling Batiste a blessing to Port Arthur. Batiste's final day is September 30th. As for Scherfus's spot on the board, City Councilman Cal Jones will have to select his replacement. That you attend. Now, now the reason for me playing that, right, is to let the found the, the later foundation for this, right? As you can see, this is about money. This is about EDC money, the Economic Development Center money, right? And now, as you, if you may have forgotten, we've had the um, the EDC director, um, Floyd Batiste, has been has quit, been forced out. You had John Sheriffis has been forced out. You have the CD, the EDC attorney that's been forced out, but and then when he tries to reapply, they kind of shut him down. They don't want him to be the attorney up there, right? And, and, and let me go ahead and later lay some more stuff on the attorney. Now, right now, the key, the key to most of all of this politics right here in the city, in the um, in the district, anywhere is the attorney, because politics a lot of times is ran by attorneys, right? Either through political action committees or you may have some at the city. And the reason why a lot of these crooks have been able to crook and do a lot of the things that they can, that they can do because they have, um, because they have um, protection through legal counsel, right? Unofficial and official protection through legal counsel. Now, if you look at the Beaumont Independent School District, right, when it was a majority um, black school district, a lot of people that want to take that down, they went after Miss. Uh, I think her name was Melanie Chappelle. She was the district's um, attorney. So a lot of the things that's going on, they're going to try to take down the, uh, the take down the attorney or the control the attorney. Because once you control the attorney, that's who gives like a lot of the leeway to all the, an excuse to all the corruption, all of the the bull crap that's going on with the city. So anytime that you have a mass corruption like in this city school district or whatever you want to keep an eye on the attorney or any other attorneys that's in council on council whatever so that's a kind of like a side note that you want to go ahead on and and kind of pay attention to right now you have those people that's um that has quit i can't think of the other person who had quit who has been forced to quit but you have you you having this takeover of the edc now they do not like people that's going to speak their own mind or going to be doing or going to try to make it beneficial for the um, for the city. Now, as you heard in the article with Angel San Juan, he has basically stated that they want to take the take the um, yeah, the EDC, change it from a um, type A to a type B. Taking it to a type B is going to go ahead and and completely is going to let council members be able to be on the on the EDC board and is also going to lessen the restraints of the money. So the, you don't have a tighter grip 
on the money. So you got to, that's the main issue for it, right? That's the main reason for it. So you have to watch out. All of this is behind money. Now, it's another, there's another um, couple more clips. This is something that pretty much happened on the just recent accounts, right? Just something. This something that Mayor Borti wants to say. Now, now, jumping to a side note, council. This is another issue I'm going to have to do by itself. Council wants to change the way that they're doing the agenda. Basically, they want to. Pretty much, in my opinion, they want to hide a lot of stuff. They want to find out the answers. Uh, before council and then kind of pretty much run through council meetings and make it shorter. But that's a different issue, but I want to go ahead and put something with Barty saying that he kind of want to blame the EDC for. Let me check you, listen to this. Now she, just to clarify, I think that going to try to get right. But we so are looking as as at so MS as a and we're having a meeting on Tuesday. And I we have questions. We shorten the meetings to when I couldn't get a microphone. Oh, it's coming, it's coming. Post immediately after it's going done by Thursday. Mayor and, and Council, uh, thing in a nutshell is y'all work the kinks out. This have the thing. The items are on our. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, it. I was about to, what I was about to say is, is that the goal was to have our booklets on Thursday. Okay. That's the goal. Okay. Okay. Everyone is good. All right, now, and, and I'd like to say this, and then we'll move on. And, and what, what this is going to happen, I know we have a lot of department heads who are out there, but the city manager will be getting with you. At some point, we're going to just have to put brakes on, stop the way we've been doing it. I think that date might be set with us because I think I, think I have I'm a gathering a consensus from council. You know, in the past, I know when I became mayor, what, about 34, 34 months ago, uh, you could come Wednesday, our department would send something over Friday morning. You all have no time to research it. By Friday afternoon, it's being posted out there or, you know, on the walls, and part, it becomes part of the agenda. Council may get it Friday evening or Saturday morning, so you can't ask anyone any questions. We are going to cease that practice. Okay, in a, in a probably in a, in a couple of weeks, that practice will no longer be uh, in motion. What we are going to do is, if you have something, department heads and the city manager be getting with you on it. It would probably be two weeks out, and uh, uh, Jessica is here, and George, you were there, and the the, the big the, the the big culprit in that sometime, and not in a mean way now was that EDC would bring things to us and other things. Folk would have questions on those items. Wow. Now, this guy just said that the EDC brings things. He's implying that they bring them to, a, to the council late. And I know that's a complete lie, but let me go ahead and finish. No one, the research could not be done and the questions could be answered. And some other departments would have items that you wanted and needed to have done, have passed, and they would just come in, and those things will be placed on the agenda. Okay, so basically, we really don't have to listen to none of this nonsense that, that Bartia is talking about, right? Basically, look, there's no reason to have all of these problems with the EDC, right? No reason to have all of these problems. This is the first council 
since boy T and these other new cats came on that they're going through and trying to tear down the EDC. They're having a problem with the EDC. They're having a problem with the way that the agenda is, is, is being handled. No other council has this right now. They complain on the um, agenda, but you can go online and look at the back information on the agenda, but they're so incompetent they don't know that. But now we're going over to the reason why we're here today, right? We have Mr. Rashard Harris has, for some reason, been taken off the EDC. Now, before I let Mr. Harris speak, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the council meeting where, where and we're going to hear from um, Councilmember Marks, Kenna Marks. Or number 22-468, a resolution appointing and or reappointing a director or directors to the City of Port Arthur Section for a Economic Development Corporation as requested by Councilmember Marks. Uh, do you have a name, City Secretary? Yes, sir. That would be Ellen Clark. Okay. Ellen uh, Clark. Okay. Uh, Ms. Clark, we are ready to accept. This is a request by Councilmember Marks. Uh, we are ready for uh, motion. A motion. I'm sorry. A motion. Councilmember uh, Kenlaw. A second. Councilman Jones. Second, Mayor. It's been moved and second that we would accept PR number 22468 with the name as stipulated by the City Secretary. We uh, have any questions on this, Councilman Marks? Uh, just want to say that uh, thank you to uh, Mr. Rashad Harris for the service that he provided on the uh, the EDC Board of Directors for the past year. Uh, Ms. Clark, uh, Mrs. Clark, I should say, uh, was the uh, person that I originally asked to serve, and she was unable to do so at the time that I asked her. But uh, in, in recent weeks, uh, we were able to sit down and visit, and she's shown uh, the, uh, the will to, to come forward and, and help us uh, move forward with EDC. So uh, I actually sat down with uh, uh, our new EDC CEO yesterday, and we had a, a really uh, good conversation about what uh, we're going to be doing through the EDC and, and how uh, I think that Mrs. Clark will be an asset to, to the EDC. And, and I think we both came away from that meeting feeling pretty good about it. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm really uh, excited about the direction that we're going to be headed. And again, thanks to, thank you to uh, Mr. To Harris for or showing us, uh, uh, serving us, serving the community uh, in that capacity. Okay. Any other, uh, Councilman Jones? Yes, thank you, Mayor. Uh, uh, Councilman Mark, you probably don't know it, but uh, Ms. Clark is my neighbor, four doors down from my house. And let me tell you something. You thought Rhonda Moon was bad. I mean, Ms. Clark, she gets on me about everything. She's a no-nonsense type person, very professional. And I tell you, buckle your chin strap and tighten up your, buckle your seat belt and tighten your chin strap because Ms. Clark, she's real professional, uh, business-minded. She wants the best for the city. I mean, she, 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 I mean, she wants to bring the city forward. So EDC got Majora right there, you know. With Ms. Clark, because she she believes in professionalism. So, good pick, Councilman Marks. 
Okay. Any other questions on it? Okay, we're ready to vote. All in. Now, now we got these two Jabberjaw clowns, right? Talking about this crazy, crazy crap here, right? Mr. Rashad Harris, can you tell us, do you know why you was taking off the, the EDC board? Can you go ahead and give us your take on how it started and how it ended? Well, um, to be perfectly honest, man, uh, I've been getting a number of calls, man, uh, just from concerned citizens, right? concerned board members, you know, just the whole the whole EDC thing that's been going on. Uh, but to answer your question, man, no, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, completely blindsided, to be honest with you. Uh, I personally thought that, uh, you know, Mr. Marks, Mr. Kenneth Marks would be uh, a little bit more professional in how he would replace me. You know, I know that they have the legal you know, they have the legal right to, you know, replace yeah. whenever, however, whenever. I understand that. But, you know, uh, I feel that there should be some type of rules and stipulations on how you go about and you do things. Now, hold on. Now, now, did, now, now did this guy give you a call? Did he call you and let you know you were being replaced? And that's 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 why, I'm, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying. There should be rules and stipulations. Mr. Marks, first of all, is, you know, my parents' age, right? You know, so I would I would respect more coming from a what you know I would consider an elder. You know, yes, absolutely, uh, right? You know, right. he's a he's an elder to me. I, we don't have any, you know, you know, bad blood or any differences to my knowledge. You know, but you know, uh, he never reached out. He never called. Uh, like I said, it was more concerned citizens and more concerned board members. You know, and you know, uh, yeah. city city council, city hall people, you know, was concerned about what was going on, and it was like, you know, that's like getting hit from the blind side, pretty much. So, pretty much to this day, he still hasn't called you. Man, as funny <laughs> as it sounds, man, I have not heard a word from Mister Kenneth Marks at all, man. No, you no. know, and uh, that's that's the you know, uh, I, I know people, you know, I don't want people to take it as, you know, being bitter or kind of upset about the, right, right. you know, the whole, you know, dismissal. But it, it's, it's not even about, you know, being dismissed from a seat, you know, that you serve in the community on. Because first of all, it's, it's free of charge. I yeah. mean, I got to adjust schedules to accommodate these things. So I did a lot of stuff to help the city, you know, and trying to move everything forward. And uh, just the way things were done, man, was, you know, was, is distasting. And, you know, it's, 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 it's just, I mean, in my personal opinion, it's just not, it's not how business is done. Right. Now, now, let me, eat. let me go ahead and interject right here. I apologize. Now I want to yeah. say personally, I do apologize to you as a person that knows what's going on in council, right? That, that knows the corruption and bull crap. I didn't think they would be this stupid, right? This stupid, this dumb, or this ignorant. To have a person like yourself with pretty much a flawless reputation, right? A flawless reputation. You want to, you young person, entrepreneur, 
You are the perfect example of people we trying to get live here, come to the city, help build this city, right? And to have you being disrespected by an incompetent-ass council person who thinks these doggone, thinks being a council member it has like office hours from Monday to goddamn Friday, right? Monday, Monday through Thursday. He thinks you goddamn have office hours with this stuff, right? He don't really know what it takes to be to get in this business. But I do apologize to you for that, man, because it's embarrassing. A person with good intentions, all out good person for the city, to have them do this to you, this shows the sheer ignorance and 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 that's why it's important for you to be here, right? That's why it's important because nobody can say anything negative about Mr. Rashard Harris. I've never heard anything negative about you, right? And that only goes to what I've already posted, what I've already uh, presented like on the foundation of this hostile EDC to try to take over the doggone uh, money, right? Now it's me. I'm speculating, right? I'm speculating. They trying to do this to go ahead and uh, push money in this bull crap. This, this this new bullcrap cement cup. Now, I'm going to leave the name out there. You know, that's just me speculation. That's my opinion. But uh, go ahead and, brother, continue what you were saying about, uh, oh, no, let me say this first. Let me say this first. Now, didn't, now, this right here is the prime example of why Port Arthur would never be able to get anywhere, right? As long as we have these old sellout um, house Negro type of politicians, right? That when you have good intention, people, good intention, people don't really have no connection to politics. You go over here and you treat them like trash, right? You treat them like trash. And I can, and, and then the thing about it, I know Kenneth Marks, right? Since I was a kid, he went to the church when I was going to uh, uh, Sacred Heart. He's good friends with my mom and stuff like that. That's See, they get these corrupt-ass council members, right? They get these people that you may have looked up to when you were a child, if you're like my age, I'm what, 45, I think, something like that. So when you're around my age, you kind of look up to them and think, hey, this may, this is a you know a decent person. You don't really hear nothing too much about them. You, know, you haven't really heard anything negative about them until you start going into council. And it's the same thing as you hear with these other people, right? These pastors, church members, these group organizations, they get them, they get the people that have the outward appearance as decent folk but once they get in the in the politics and the money that's when you find out that these jokers are actually goddamn devils in goddamn disguise and man look i do apologize for it and you can go ahead and continue with letting us know how they didn't tell you anything about the professionalism go ahead on brother uh first off man i just want to tell you i appreciate it man uh i i appreciate you and i, I appreciate all the people that you know pretty much show concerned you know, I got, like I say, if I didn't get a phone call from someone, I got messaged all through Facebook from just different citizens. I don't, I don't have time to go through all these names and thank them all, but all right, absolutely, I, really, absolutely. I really appreciate, you know, everyone that reached out, showed concern and, you know, uh, thank me in so many ways, man. I'm, I'm blessed and I'm thankful. But uh, to get back on what we're officially talking about, um, to me, man, uh, 
being at the age I am, kind of one of the, you know, one of the younger ones that was into politics, um, I kind of didn't. That's why I don't like to really get into politics. Yeah, because because it's politics. (laughs) Stuff like this, it is politics, you know. So I'm going to go ahead and let people know it is politics, man. So you have to have tough, thick skin to deal with a lot of this stuff that's going on here. And you have to love it. And, and you know what? I, I, I thank God for me to have tough, thick skin. You know, I don't I don't let it get to me like that. But what I will do is I will expose and only speak on the facts and the flaws that are going on. Now, I'm not going to make up something just to make me look good. I don't I don't I don't need it. I didn't need the EDC from the beginning. Right. I was doing it to help the city out. Right. Absolutely. You know, so absolutely. And, uh, you know, but I just hate the way things are done and the way this this particular situation was handled. I thought it would be in a much, much more professional manner. It was not done in a professional manner. And if you're looking to look forward to the next generation of future politicians that want to make it into politics, this is one way to discourage us. Yeah. This is why we don't get into politics is because people won't and say they won't change. They won't change. They won't change. But when you get another generation, another era that's representing the next generation that's going to be coming up after you've gone, you, you need that next step, you know, and I'm blessed to say I would, I would have been a part of that next step moving forward because I would be able to reach the ones that's under me. Right, they would be absolutely. calling me what I'm calling these councilmen and councilwomen that's on board. Now they would be calling me the same thing I'm saying about them, about me, you know, and just kind of moving forward. And I just feel like, um, you know, is, 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 is definitely mapped out. I think certain things are planned. Oh yeah. And, definitely uh, planned. And, and that's basically, what they're doing, they claim to want the city and Port Arthur to be great. Right, right. But I actually, don't think that's on their personal agendas. Yeah, yeah. They have their personal agenda, which is a lot different than the majority of citizens, right? Majority of the citizens want the best for the city, right? Want the whole city to be prosperous. But this is another reason why it's important for you to be here because. We have to point them out. That's why I'm so doggone these Uncle Tom's behind, right? That's why I'm on these Sambo's behind because they are a detriment to the city. But a lot of people don't really understand politics, so they think, hey, they're doing a good job, must be doing good, a good job. Don't know that they're actually ripping the doggone fabric from under this city. Now, could you kind of go into how did, how did you – first become the be on the EDC. Tell us that little story about, you know, you become the EDC and then your interaction with uh, Marks and what did he think about it? What did he tell you at the beginning, which probably is something different than what he said just now. Man, this is good right there because this is going to be unbelievable what I'm going to say. Right. But like I said, I only agree to this podcast because I, I want to speak only the facts. Yes, sir. That's it. Owner Mr. Marks, how we met. As most of you know, uh, I was initially running for city council. Mm-hmm. 
uh, at large seat. Okay. I was out there campaigning. I was, I am, you know, my whole family was out there campaigning for me. And I would see Mr. Marks occasionally, you know, he wasn't out there all the time, but occasionally he would show up and he would see me or he would see someone that was, you know, represent me or campaigning for me. And, uh, you know, kind of long story short, uh, Mr. Marks come over and introduce himself. I introduced myself and, uh, you know, we kind of had small talk and, uh, he basically came to me and, uh, he started out first by saying, you know, Hey man, I like how you're doing this. I like how you're doing that. And he was complimenting me on a lot of stuff. So I thought he was, you know, genuine in what he, what he was doing. Oh, right. And, uh, and, uh, basically, you know, he, 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 he would give me flyers. He would give them, you know, my team flyers, you know, my mom, my aunt, my brothers, you know, everybody that was helping me, family and friends. And, uh, you know, he'd give me a stack of flyers and he'd say, Hey man, if you don't mind, man, uh, me and you not going against one another. If you don't <laughs> mind, since I'm not able to really be out here that much, if you don't <laughs> mind, if you can give them one of my flyers when you passing out your flyers, I really would appreciate it. Yeah, that's not like country said, talking behind, yeah. And I said, Well, you know what, man, that's not a problem, man, because you know. It, it was truth to that. We're not competing against one another. And, right. you know, I'm not rooting against nobody. You know, I'm doing my campaign, doing right. what I'm supposed to do, and that was it. But he was one of the first ones that came to ask me this. So it wasn't that I was showing him favor. It was just that he asked, and I agreed. So that's how that went. And then, you know, the more I, you know, he would come out there, you know, I would see him, and then we would kind of talk, and then he would say, well, hey, man, Listen, man, I like what you're doing, man. Uh, I tell you what, man, if if you get on or I get on, man, you got my you got my vote to be on the, you know, EDC board or you know whatever board that I that I can appoint you to. Right. And I so, said, well, okay. Okay. So so he asked you first, right? Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I to be honest with you, man. Once after I did that campaign, <laughs> man, I was kind of burnt out. You know, so yeah. I didn't really, you know, want to pursue anything else. Yeah, you know, so take a lot out of you, yes, sir. Yeah, so and then you know, I didn't really want to pursue anything else. So Mr. Marks reached out to me, asking me what I consider serving on the EDC. And to be perfectly honest with you, I've heard of the EDC. I know what they do for the city, but I've never had to myself use the EDC for any of my business ventures. So I really couldn't go into detail to exactly what they do. Right. So, but anyway, when he asked me, I said, well, man, let me think about it, man. And I, I'll get back to you and I'll let you know. So I didn't, my initial response wasn't, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't immediately. Yes. Right. So he reached back out to me. He said, Hey man, what you, what you think about, man? What you, I said, well, you know what, Mr. Marks, I, I'll go ahead and do it, man. You know, it'll give me a little, you know, a little political background. You know, give me a little, you know, yes, experience in what's going to go on. And I'll take wet. it on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll get my feet wet, you know. And then to be honest with you, in the field that I'm in, business, me having, you know, 
five clothing stores and doing multiple business ventures, right. I thought it would be a good fit for me. Absolutely. That's the only reason why I accepted it. Yeah, absolutely perfect fit for you, brother. Go ahead. And uh, to hear the video of the city council meeting, honestly, that's like a slap in the face, man. Because he didn't never ever mention me as uh been a like a temporary second. replacement right he never because to be honest with you if he would have asked me that from the beginning my response would have been much quicker and easier it would have been no you know because i wouldn't have never went on there as a you know temporary replacement that's right. like being a spare tire you know so yeah you want to go through the whole never, thing if I'm going to do it, I'm going to give it my all. And it's not solely for me, but I'm representing the city where I grew up in. I don't know how he accepts the city, but I know how I accept the city. And I know my personal background from the business ventures that I do within the city. So he didn't tell you nothing I, about a Helen Clark or an Ellen Clark, right? That was my first time hearing this person. Right, right, I've right. never heard of this name. You know, so so Kenneth Marks just to, lied. He just lied. Blatant out lied. Right. Bold face clown lied. You know, so that's that's I mean, that's what I didn't understand about it until this day. Even if he would have called or even sent a text, he got my number. Oh yeah, I'm pretty hey, sure. All you gotta do is go on the EDC and it's gonna show everybody number. If he didn't have it, that's right. all he had to do. Well, you know, so but for him to blatantly go out on this council meeting and you know thank me like as if he told me <laughs> he never mentioned we never had no conversation about this move you know and you know like I said too it's very unprofessional very very distasteful very discouraging for any young politician that may want to get into it because I'm here to tell them that's what they're going to have to deal with. Right, right. If you're not really, you know, I can't, I'm not going to sit up here and allow Mr. March and say he asked me to do something and I didn't do it. He right. never asked me to do anything. He just asked me to speak my mind and, you know, voice my own opinion. And could you I've tell been me, doing that my whole life. And, and, and could you tell me about the state of the EDC when you first got on, was it running well, was it a sham or you can tell us a little bit about the state. When you first got there, how did it look to you? Man, it was a train wreck when I got on there. To be brutally honest with you, man, it was a, we actually, I, I like to say, man, we walked into a booby trap. Right, Because right. it was just so much dysfunction, so much division. It was just, you know, I almost want to walk away, you know, from the first meeting, you know, from you know, all the information and, you know, stuff that we were getting. And I was like, man, all this going on as soon as I get on here, you know, so. Can you, can you give the people that's listening just a little, just a sample of it so we can kind of, you know, give the the citizens that's not in the politics, somebody like yourself that's really not in the politics, a good honest presentation, right? Like for me, people know I've been doing this stuff for a few years and they know, you know, I have certain candidates that I like, so. Some people may think I'm biased, even though I believe I'm telling the truth. So just from your answers, right, what what, what was some of the issues that was going on in EDC 
that you noticed that was kind of like discombobulating, right? That was kind of all screwed up. Well, like I said, you know, basically it was a, it was a lot of division, man. You know, to me, employees or division between the board, the employees. I mean, just division period. The employees, the the board, just the whole thing was in shambles. The whole thing was in shambles from when I got on here. You know, so I really can't go into exact right, yeah, detail, yeah, go, yeah. but just know that, you know, it was in shambles, the whole thing. You know, it was, you know, not just employees, but the board, you know, everybody was divided. That's why you had so many people resign, so many people right. step off, you know. So to be honest with you, I, I was probably one of the last standing members. Yeah, that was yeah, on right. this board. I right. done saw some come, some go. And, you know, that's why I didn't understand, like, what was going on. And, you know, and to get back on to why I was removed is if I wanted to be removed, I just want to like to, I'm a person that like to just kind of clear the air, clear myself right. first. You know, I want the citizens to know, all the citizens of Port Arthur to know that, Whatever I do, Rashad Harris, I'm going to give it 100. percent I'm not. If I can't give it 100, percent I'm not going to do it. Now, now let's now let's stop right there, right on the 100. percent Right. Tell us a little about some about the closed door meetings, right? You don't have to tell the person's name who you probably you know have a little bit of a um, a, a debate with, or you don't even really have to tell a subject. Just kind of give us a um, answers, right? Hey, you have an idea. This person has an idea. They trying to bully something with you, and you know how you stand up to them. You kind of give us some. Well, of those. Yeah, well, uh, you know the thing about the closed meetings is, you know, basically it's what they are, and uh, I don't, I don't, you know, like you say, I can't really go into too much detail about, about subject, it, but I, yeah. yeah, I will say this that just the argument, <laughs> yeah, just just and when we go in the closed session, I would have board members that would pull me to the side and say, right. Hey man, you know, just try to, we're going to try to get out of here, man. And we're going to try to do this this way. And hopefully everything goes smooth. And my response to those members would be, Hey, we can go smooth. If the, if the process is smooth, right. I'm, I'm, I'm not a yes, man. Right. You know, so, and certain board members, we would clash like bulls, right? you know, right. because it was hidden agendas behind all this. And, and let, let's stop right there. Now, I want the people to understand you are in you are in the EDC, right? You are in the EDC making decisions about the city's money and for business. You're out there arguing people for the best for the for the for the best benefit of the city. You're looking so that the city can have the best benefit using the EDC, right? You're looking out for the the citizens' interest first, right? Yes, sir. And, yes, and, sir. And just like that recording that I played earlier when we, you know, when we first started the interview, hey, you, you seen what Floyd Baptiste said and John Sheriff said that they want to use the money that's not in the city's interest. So, people, you have to wake up. And understand you have people, in my opinion, or crooks that are trying to take over the city and drain the finances. And they don't give a care about you, the next generation, the current generation or whatever. 
They're looking at to get their hands on the money, allegedly. And that's me speaking. Now go ahead, sir, and talk about those, you know, you standing up to these crooks. Yeah, and, uh, you know, basically it's, you know, like I said, they, certain people, I'm going to say that come on a board, that may leave the board, they come in here, some, with personal agendas. Right, right. Hidden agendas. Yes, sir. And, you know, uh, when you got people like myself that's honest and they don't have no hidden agendas and really don't have no personal gain or personal use of the EDC. And no bad reputation. My mind is going to think naturally. I'm not going to think personal. I'm going to think for the citizens, you know, and what makes more sense to the city of Port Arthur. It's not what makes more sense to me personally or to this person that I know personally. I'm not on here for that. I made right. that clear before I got on there. If people are going to think that I'm going to make decisions based off of what the information they giving me, y'all need to kick me out. They should have put me off the board a long time ago. Right. You know, I mean, to me, they, they remove me once the board is getting somewhat solidified. Yes. We, we, we kind of grooming and coming together. And then all of a sudden this happens. Right. That lets me know that there are personal and hidden agendas what I already knew. So, like I said, when it comes to Mr. Marks, do I think it's all him? No. I think it's other people pressuring him to do certain things, you know, and him not being a man and manning up and standing up for what's right for the city and the citizens, he just followed in line with the rest. Yeah, let me tell you like this, right? See, Marx, I'm going to tell you more bluntly. Marx is like some of these other sellout-ass um, house Negroes. They're slaves. They are pretty much slaves. They can't do anything. They are just worthless. They're a worthless piece of trash. Now, now I can't, now, now this is me. I can't, I, I don't see how they do it. I don't see how these sellouts live their life as a goddamn slave. I would die before I'd rather live as a goddamn slave. These people know what the goddamn hell they're doing is not benefiting the goddamn citizens. I don't see how they can sleep. Man, I tell you, I would kill my goddamn self if I had to live the life of these goddamn slaves. And it's, and it pisses me off because you, as a businessman, come in here with a mind and attitude that's pure, this pure do not have the, the 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 experience of you know all these other council members right see i would expect this bull crap if they try to do it to me right if i went to the damn board edc or whatever i'd expect them to take shots at me i'd expect them to take shots at people like willoughby lewis i'd expect them to take shots at people like john beard i'd expect that for some of the other seasonal people right but for yourself that doesn't have any type of political connection, man, again, I do apologize. I'm so goddamn embarrassed for these goddamn slaves. I am so goddamn embarrassed. And again, this right here, people, is the example of why we cannot get a goddamn thing done in, in, in Port Arthur. 
you, you, you don't you don't have your streets done. This is why you got these sellouts that want to take the money from the streets and funnel it through a doggone shell corporation. Right. In my opinion, the reason why you can't get nothing done on Pleasure Island, because you have these dumbass council members that's not doing the goddamn thing. Right. The reason why you don't have all these other amenities, right? Just basic stuff. You have lying, dumbass council members that there's lying that there's running on a national, running on national politics when they can't get done nothing locally. You have incompetent EDC people, right? You have crooked ass board members, crooked ass council members, in my opinion. So understand, people. This is why I am hell on these goddamn sellouts. I throw these bombs at them every chance I get. I call them out on social media, in person, every single chance that I get because I know they're doing stuff to the city. I know they're trying to steal this money. I know they're doing bad stuff. And and Mr. Rashard Harris just told you they have their own agendas. But I'm, bringing, I'm telling you a little bit more bluntly, right? Go ahead, sir. You can continue. I, I, I do, you know, <laughs> I apologize. I had to go on a little rant right then. Hey man, and like I said, man, it 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 makes you want to go on a rant for what's right. Right. You know, and uh, if you know if it if I had a uh, a more of a legitimate reason as to why I was being removed, I can understand and respect it. I wouldn't be mad. You know, if I wouldn't attended meetings or voicing my opinions of other citizens had negative remarks to say about me. I can understand why, Hey, we need to move Harris. You know, I can understand that. But when you, when the citizens and the people know what you are doing and what you fighting for is for betterment of the city, they happy to see that. That's why I was getting, that's why I'm so thankful for the many people that that reached out, that called, you know, they didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, they didn't have to do that. I mean, it, it was just, you know, it was a whole bunch of hearsay and, you know, it was, it was information that got out that I didn't even know about. Right. Right. I just felt like Mr. Marks, Mr. Kenneth Marks should have been more of a man and yes. come to me like a man and just say, you know what, uh, Harris, this is what I want to do. And I appreciate this and that, what you did, but this is the route I want to go. I can respect it. I might have not liked it then, but at least I can respect it basically because he came to me like a man. And people, when I tell you these are cowards, that's what I'm talking about. These are yellow-bellied puppet cowards. These are like the cowardly lions. That's what I'm telling you. I'm not lying to you, people. You have to look at this. These people are trash to the city. They are a cancer to the city. They need to be gutted. They need to be called out. You need to call them out of city politics. And that's why you have to attack the whole system, right? That's why I named this podcast the PA Political Revolution Podcast, right? Because in revolution, we have to... We have to fight in guerrilla warfare, right? We, we don't have the big money as the big packs and everything. So we have to use what we have to use and try to fight for the citizens. And we have to understand that all of this is warfare. P- 
politics is warfare and we have to conduct ourselves as such. Go ahead on, brother. And, uh, you know, kind of, you know, piggyback off of what we were talking about. I just feel like, uh, you know, people shouldn't please people. If you're listening, uh, if you tune in to this podcast, don't vote for people just because you know them and you think they're good people. Don't do that. See what these people talking about. Hear what they got to say that's going to better your living condition, better your streets, better your drainage. I mean, just overall better Port Arthur, you know, because people doing these elections, election time, they going to say whatever you want to hear. And they're going to do whatever they say they're going to do. But once they get in these positions, because it's so much hidden agendas, so much greed, they're going to say whatever they got to say just so they can continue to do what they was doing. You know, so, but when you come across people like myself, and I'm sure it's other people that's like me, that want to do right and, you know, don't have hidden agendas, but when you got people that don't have other sources of income, this is what they're going to result to. Taken from you, taken from me, taken from Port Arthur, taken right. from the citizens. This is what they're going to result to. Right. And in my case, I personally don't need to take from anybody. I really don't. My whole reason for getting on the EDC board is to better Port Arthur. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, and and to piggyback off what you're saying, right? When you when you're looking at candidates, right? A lot of people want to say, "Hey, you want to have a candidate that's like a business person." Now, I'm a kind of I'm a kind of take some issues with that, right? I know what people mean when they say that, but a business person is vague, right? They have good right. business people and they have bad business people, right? Right. Business people typically is going to look out for their own interests, not the citizens, but their own interests. Just like hell, you you have um, a board and a and a um, school board, and you have a superintendent. You know they have some commotions right now over doggone um, liquor store over there. You know a superintendent, I saw that. yeah, a superintendent. I saw that. Allegedly, a superintendent wrote a letter to approve what council or you know whoever they need to get the the license approved by go ahead you know and 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 get it done so that's what happens when you have business people doing that they're going to do what they do for their own best interest so we have to understand we need people with the citizens mind with the citizens best interest at, at the forefront right whether they're a businessman or a non-business person right business person non-business person Whatever decision they make, whatever they vote on, they are they going to ask, what's the citizen's best interest? So that's, in my opinion, is the main thing that a person that's running for council or, you know, whatever school board position, that's what they need to uh, focus on, whether they're doing something in the citizen's best interest. And if you can tell if they're doing that, that's the best way somebody can be. And well. and also, and it's not as easy as saying, hey, we're going to get a young person or we're going to get an old person. Kind of understand you as a young person that's been positive for this city, right? They're going to get rid of you and get some of these other new people, right? They're going to groom these young people for the wrong purpose, right? So understand, right? They they wore you out with the first 
black female, this and that, mayor, first black female school board member, whatever. They wore you out with that. Then they wore, first they did the first minority, like Oscar Ortiz. He was the first, what, Hispanic mayor. Then Mayor Prince ended up being the first black woman. So then now after they run run those, the race at you, they're going to run the age. Now with, with the school board, they're running all these kids over there, right? They're running like um, like you have Barty. At one time, he was the youngest in the state. You have Taylor Getwood. Now he's the current youngest. From what I'm hearing, that they're trying to run this other young guy, right? But you have to understand they're using these kids as puppets. They knowingly or not knowingly are using them as puppets while when they need the maturity to understand the job, right? So understand you have a couple of people in the school board that's not doing anything about these fights, these bullies, these stabbings, these overdoses going on over there. But you have a positive person like Mr. Harris that we're interviewing right now that's trying to get something done they're going to go at. So we have to do our due diligence in going ahead and screening these uh, council people, the citizens, anybody, the board members. We have to do our due diligence and look at everything in these um politicians and not just where not just what church they go to or whatever lame reason on it brother um go ahead hey, you got the last word brother go ahead and go ahead and give us something that you you know you want to let off your chest or something you haven't explained yet brother go ahead on well um like i said before man i personally want to just thank you for you know letting me get my truth out yes sir you know that's 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 number one for me uh uh, I'm 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 a person, you know. I don't. Most people know me as cool, calm, collective type of guy, which I am, you know. But absolutely, wrong is wrong, and right is right. And this particular situation, it was done wrong. I'm not saying he made the uh, his decision. You know, that's what he wanted to make. If it, it was right or wrong, I'm saying the professionalism was wrong. And he lied. You know, yeah, and and then he lied. You know, so. I just feel like, you know, for 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 future, any future politicians that's, you know, younger, up and coming, you know, I feel like it should be done in a much, much more professional manner, you know. And uh, this, my situation really wasn't done professionally at all on no levels because everyone that I talked to assumed that I talked to Mr. Marks. I never, ever talked to Mr. Marks. The same news when they heard it. <laughs> heck, some of them people informed me. Knew it before you. I didn't even know. <laughs> That's sad. You oh, know, I'm so, so embarrassed. At least I would have appreciated it more had I known before everybody else knew. They knew before me. You know, so, you know, it, you know, just kind of, you know, I think it should have, I just kind of want to clear my yeah. Name. I didn't want the citizens to think, oh, Mr. Harris just stepped out on us and you know, he just gave up on us. No. That that wasn't the case. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That wasn't the case. You know, put me in a jungle with some lions, I'm gonna come out. And Leading and, and that's what I was doing. Oh yeah. And that's what I was doing. Absolutely. And, uh, this here was a complete, complete blindside situation that evolved. And uh, you know, this won't be the last that you'll hear from Rashad Harris. Good. This is just a stepping stone. There you go. I got my feet wet. I got some experience. And 
I, you know, I would, I, I gotta, I gotta at least say I appreciate Mr. Marks even putting me on the board. Right. I just don't appreciate how he exited me. You know, right. it, it, it should have <laughs> oh, been the same way he put me on. Should have been the same way I was removed. That's that's how I would do it. That's how anybody would expect it to be done. But unfortunately, it wasn't done that way. But like I said, at the end of the day, no love lost. Everything I done, everything I did was for the betterment of the city of Port Arthur. And whatever, you know, in any form or fashion that I can help the city, I will continue to do that. You know, and yes, I've never shined away from, you know, voicing my own personal opinion. For the record, I am not a puppet. Nobody tells me what to do. Right. Yeah. Nobody forces me to do something I don't want to do. I do what I want to do when I want to do. Right. That's the type of people you should want to vote for that's running for these seats. Don't get people that's going to say something good for you just so you can hear during election time and then get away from what they said. Look at their background. Yeah. See what they was doing before they start telling you all this good stuff. See what they was doing in the city before all this good stuff. Right. Because they're going to say all this just to get in that seat. And once they get in the seat, some of these people, as you refer them to, turn into puppets. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, and I do appreciate that. And I remember the, now, I remember when I used to come to the shops and uh, talk to you about at least 30 minutes or an hour about yes, politics, sir. right? You, I, I knew you didn't think it was this bad. <laughs> I, I, honestly, man, I really, and and just for the record, so y'all do know, right. Mr. Jones used to always come by the store, and we always talk politics. And I used to pick his brain every chance I get because I knew he mm-hmm. was dealing with it, and I knew he was fighting all these crooked people that's in politics. Right. I knew this. So, and he would tell me this and I would say, nah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> I would always say that until now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, I, I do appreciate you uh, for coming on the PA political revolution podcast, brother. And I uh, hope to have you back here again. And everybody out there, take it easy. Peace.